Shapeshifters on The Money Show. Tonight's Shapeshifter is Whiphold, women's investment get this right, Women's Investment Portfolio Holdings. <laughs> there we go. Gloria Sorobe is one of the directors at Whipple. And the last time we had you in studio, Gloria, you were talking all about taking on PPC and you were going to be making cement and you said that women can do this better than men. And yes, you did. It was along those lines, roughly recalled. Um, and I think you're making some fairly decent progress on that front, aren't you? Bruce, um, I should have asked you this, that uh, before we even speak, there should be a glass of champagne today. Why should there be a glass of champagne because, today? Because uh, today is our official financial close right. on the cement plant. Congratulations. And the cement plant that you're building with Chinese investors and in Limpopo. even more important why there should be champagne, 500 million rands worth of equity of FDI has come into the country. 500 million rands worth of Chinese uh, FDI coming into South yes. Africa. I didn't see the rand strengthen today as a result. You should have told well, us no, earlier. But even more, our own money went into the account. Very good. So Very good. I so, would still expect champagne after this. Uh, we, we don't do champagne. Okay. We, we, we might push for a glass of Cup Classique, but we only do it by the glass. That's our... Cup that that is ours. Okay. And we would only yeah. do cup classic, yeah. or we'd just do sparkling wine. Okay, some Niederberg uh, brute maybe uh, push it out to You're that. You're dealing with the right house. There we, we go. We, we own distel. So. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> So relax. So, so you like can that. bring the bubbles then. How's that? <laughs> you own it. You bring the bubbles. Okay. We, we, we don't have to be out of pocket. Um, but the real reason we care, it is the 20th anniversary this year of Whiphold. You started, like a democracy, in 1994. I'd like a little bit of a Whiphold history lesson. Um, how did it work? I mean, was it just you and Louisa Morgella one day having a cup of tea and thinking, we need to do an, a women's investment company? How did it all start? No, actually, it was uh, Louisa and Wendy... They had Wendy Luhabe. Wendy Luhabe. Yeah. They had come from some session which was addressed by uh, Mr. Tito Mboweni then, actually preparing people to prepare themselves to get into business. But as usual, as they say, you go to these meetings, it's men only. And they decided, let's just do it as well. And we got together within two days after that. And that's how the four women started. Others were invited by the four turned up for the invitation. And that's how the four women... Who, who are the four? There's Wendy Luhabe, there's Wendy Louisa Luhabe, Mojale. Louisa, Nomshetanga. Okay. And myself. Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. And that's why we need these history lessons, you see, yes. just to be brought back, Sorry, up, back, back, back to speed. Yeah. You know, it, it, you, it's like people who know celebrities and they'll, and they'll talk about... One day we will uh, be celebrities. Name. One day we will be celebrities. Don't you think you are? Oh, we, one day we will be. Don't worry. Um, and where did the first capital come from? Where did the first money for this, this idea come from? 500,000 rands from the four of us because we needed a capital already to do the roadshows. The intention was not for that the four of us should do it. We knew already that we need to actually invite as many women as possible and to do that, we had to travel the country, do a lot of roadshows, uh, selling the idea to the women of South Africa and that money was swallowed by that. What was the original proposal? What did you go to the women of South Africa and present? I wasn't invited, so I, I didn't uh, go to the Maybe original. your <laughs> daughter would have been invited if you had one, but you don't have. Um, what the, 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 the thing that we sold to the women was that in two years' time, we're going to come back. We plan to do this. And in these two years, we will be building a portfolio 
we don't want to take their money at the time, we will come back to them with a portfolio in which they will then put their money. There was a time where there was a lot of pyramid schemes around there. Yeah. People's monies were going to all over the place. So we didn't want to take people's monies unless we did have a portfolio to talk about. And true to form, uh, in two years' time, we went back to them and we did an IPO to women only. Uh, now, uh, Whiphold was listed on the JSE, and I suppose that yeah. was the, the IPO that you're talking about. No, no, okay, no, no. So no. this was a separate IPO to the listing. The actual IPO private placement to women only was done in 1996. Right. And the listing in the Johannesburg Stock Exchange was done in 1999. Okay. And so that first IPO, because the JSE, once you're on JSE, then the bruises of the world can participate. That private IPO was very important that yeah. we approached women, and that is where the 18,000 women responded to it. 18,000 women? 18,000 women and put their money, and in a space of 12 months, actually, they gave 100 million rands. Where so, did these 18,000 women find 100 million rand? Because in that two years, we asked them to group themselves into all sorts, uh, either yourself if you are wealthy or if you're a stock fail, or if you are... Uh, and by the way, just get your husband to give you money. To <laughs> so we didn't really care where the money came from. Okay. What we did care was the title to the shareholding is to the woman. And the ownership is the woman. That was the purpose of that uh, IPO. So, and that's what happened. 18,000 women responded and did the right thing. What was the first investment? By above. Biobab, you won't remember Biobab no, now. Biobab uh, later became African Bank. Okay. Jeff Snelga gave us our first break. Uh, 300,000 shares, he lent us money. I think it was 3 million rands. When we listed in 1999, that investment was about 250 million rands. So because he was building some portfolio there of uh, Theta, King Finance. I don't yes. know if you still remember no, I remember, I remember the, the name of the yeah, Theta and King Finance, until yes. Until it became African Bank. So that 3 million rands moved to being 250 million rands. You're not still invested in African Bank, are you? No, not now. We're not. Uh, because okay. also we are heavily invested in NetBank. Yes, you are. You're, empowerment, you're empowerment partners yes. through the old mutual empowerment yes. deal of about seven or eight years yes. ago. Yes. Maybe it's more than that. Actually. It's probably about it's, 10 uh, years ago. Almost 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you did that big deal. So you had to then exit African Bank. You probably would have exited quite nicely out of African Bank. Um, and I don't expect you to remember all the specifics of it. Um, but, you, but you are empowerment shareholders to old mutual and NetBank as yes. well. And mutual and federal. And mutual and federal. Mutual yeah. and federal has not been fantastic in the last year. Yeah, but NetBank and Old Mutual have probably done you proud. Extremely proud. And um, wh what we're excited about that particular uh, combined uh, shareholding is that it's the only deal where we combined life business, uh, short-term business, and banking at the same time. Yeah. And if you are going to be in financial services, uh, there's no other place to be. So we were hitting the same, I mean, three big places at the same time. And for what we wanted to do as we pulled for financial services, especially this little matter of access to financial services, it was very important for us. Have you made a difference 
as empowerment shareholders in those entities in terms of forcing their hand to broaden access to financial services? Because there is a strong criticism coming out of government to say that South African financial services companies haven't done nearly enough. Um, we, we, we did something very unique in there that when we structured that deal, we also structured a performance contract between ourselves and the old mutual and the net bank and the MNF in terms of the expectations from each other and the things that we need to do. And, uh, we chose to actually add value on this part of the access to financial services. We looked at what could be their main challenge where we could be quite uh, useful and we also make a difference in our own uh, in our own uh, communities and so we we have we have a, a, a contract reduced into writing as to how are we going to add value to them and every year this contract is signed off goes to the board and uh, and, and 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 all the right things are you meeting those targets way beyond uh, because I think on this matter of the access to financial services remember that it's not about just a branch being set Mm. up somewhere it is about those communities themselves have got to be contracted into financial services they can't wake up one morning they have a branch that is why these products don't work and to design appropriate products for their own lifestyles and, and and that is how we've seen that uh, financial services, somebody who's in Cape Town does not have the same needs as the one in Butterworth. No, absolutely. Their assets are different. Mm. The one in Cape Town has got a car and the one in Glendane has got animals. Yeah, absolutely. Livestock. A fun, it's a fundamentally different proposition. Yeah. I'm talking this evening to Gloria Serobi. She's a director at Whiphold. Whiphold with its 20th anniversary this year. We've got a nice little history lesson as how, to how it started out with four women who pitched to the meeting. Are you one of those women who was invited and didn't pitch to the meeting? You must be kicking yourself today. But how it started with 500,000 rand in capital, which they collected themselves. Uh, they went to an IPO with 18,000 women and by fairly soon had collected 100 million rands worth of equity, which has been invested. Primary investments for the group now include Old Mutual, include uh, through chi- in China through Zhidong Cement, and today was the big sign-off on that money, and 500 million rands worth of foreign direct investment came into the country as a result of a plant being built in Limpopo, and then uh, uh, Gloria is going to be supplying the Niederberg Brut, courtesy of her investment in Distel this evening. Gloria Serobe celebrating 20 years at Whiphold, started by four women, and uh, it's expanded quite considerably 18,000 direct beneficiaries nowadays lots of NGOs non-governmental organizations are invested and so therefore I suppose you touch more than 250,000 women directly and indirectly Gloria nodding it doesn't work well on radio I'm, 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 <laughs> she's nodding vicious uh, ferociously this evening I'm suggesting that yes my sums are right more than 250,000 women are beneficiaries because at one stage you were listed on the JSE and then you delisted why there were two problems with the listing. Of course, it was glamorous to say we are listed in the stock exchange, but the 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 women shareholders started to be diluted at some point up to the level of 22%. Mm. Because once you're in the JSE, there's no control as to who buys and sells. The men could buy your shares. Oh, they were so happy <laughs> buying our shares. So we thought that we should delist and actually get the control back to women. That was one of the reasons. Are women better business people than men? It's a complicated thing to ask. Uh, I wouldn't want to say that because uh, the only thing really we've wanted to do 
is to give us a chance to see if we are better or not. And what has your 20 years of experience shown you? The 20 years of experience, oh, you're pushing it for us. Uh, the 20 years of experience, uh, there are instances where we are better at, at doing things. What are you better at? Um, on the WePoll side, for example, what you call uh, social mobilization, I can't yep. remember, putting people together and having honest conversations. Women are better at that stuff. I think we, we, we remember that most NGOs also are occupied by women. Yeah. And so the whole thing of social mobilization is something that comes naturally with us and dialoguing with people and getting the conclusions and actioning stuff. So it might be that maybe there there is a there is a point to be said that maybe we are stronger at that. Now when it comes to these things that require critical mass of people who understand what they are doing and they are looking for relationships of trust, I would say that maybe we are better at that. Your your investments are investments in companies run by men, generally. Yes. Um, And and that's okay. You can leave them to do the dirty work. Um, When you look at the progress that women have made in the workspace over the last 20 years, it's fairly disappointing. There are not too many, certainly listed companies, uh, run run by women. You've got Adapsa, uh, Barclays Africa, you've got Wendy Lucas Bull and Maria Ramos at the JSE now. You've got Nonkululeko Nyambezi Haiters taking over as chairperson. Uh, and you've got Nikki Newton King um, at the JSE as well. But there are not too many other great examples in South Africa. It, it is disappointing, Bruce. But at the same time, we have to encourage this uh, and talk positively about it. I've come to settle for the fact that one woman in a boardroom can scream enough to get the attention of this man. Maybe we must start screaming now, just <laughs> while we are still one or two people in the room. But uh, I think the, the, the main thing maybe is that the burden on those who are in the boardrooms already yeah. is that of making sure that the next women who come into that space find it a little bit cleaner, a little bit less uh, non-welcoming uh, because uh, we do do not want the next generation of women to struggle the same issues that we struggled to get there. Having said that, we have been mentored by men, we have been supported by men, we have been given a lot of even psychological support by men. The founders of WePoll, all of them are married even more disastrous, all of their children are boys. Oh, dear. So we do not have the... So this doesn't become a family business. We pass we it down through have, the male line. You've got, we don't have mm-hmm. the skin to hate men quite <laughs> So all we want is for men to just recognize that we coexist with them and leave it to us to choose which space we, we want to play. What we just did not... Enjoy is this thing of being excluded to such an extent as if we don't exist until there's a need to consume something, then or somehow people remember that there is women. So we want women as consumers, we want women as investors, we want women as shareholders, and those who choose to be. And we want women in corporate boardrooms, those who don't want to be self employed, all of that. And I think the only battle that we were struggling with is that of it's almost like we don't exist. And we want to force recognition of existence uh, outside of our own houses. Gloria Sorobe.
Thank you so much for joining us on the 20th anniversary of Whiphold. I hope you have lots of Niederberg Brut at the big celebration. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Russ.